Pedichov Beis. This is the Shiva on Sunday. Head of Yudshvat, yeah? Just give me one split. Let me tell you what's going on. What's going on is, the Alter Rebbe is talking about two issues. Achtas Hashem, which was Chof in the first half of Chofalo. Achtas Hashem first means that the whole world is insignificant because it's created only from a word. Chofalo of the Alter Rebbe said, not only is the world insignificant because it's created only from a word, but this word, which supposedly the Abishta spoke when he created the world, he never said, Dibur Shalaykib Shuteh. Remember, the words never left him. Therefore, the words, the world is still God. Got it. And on page Chof Zayin, Six lines from the top, it says, Vein shum in There's no change whatsoever. El alabruim, only to creations. The way we feel, we exist. The way we feel, the world exists. From our point of view that we exist, from our point of view that the worlds exist, we're real. And what is real? A world with a limited amount of divine light. Why does it have to be a limited amount of divine light? So they shouldn't become bottled. Higher worlds have more light, lower worlds have less light, and so forth. But even the highest world is also not real. Since Simpsons like Gabshuta, even the highest world is really called about Samusa. You follow what I'm saying? But from our point of view, there are worlds. From our point of view, there are worlds. And what's the difference in one world and another world? From our point of view, one world has more light and less Matthias, another world has less light and correspondingly more Matthias, and that's the difference in one world and the next. Begin, never then, but Lagabe de Abishter is not real. So Perich begins, it's only that even though nothing exists. Like a turtle whose garment is one with himself. It's only from our point of view that the worlds exist. But you should know it's not only from our point of view that the world exists. It's also the Teda speaks in the language of man. And in the Teda it is called the words that Hashem speaks when He supposedly creates the world, the so-called creates the world, is called speech, like speech mamish, because it's like a person speaks. Just like when a person speaks, the words are separated from Him, and now you have a separated Matthias. When Hashem speaks and creates the world, from our point of view, that the words happen, there are worlds. Because the truth is, that this is the way it is, the way the, the life descends and is drawn down to the lowest levels with many and intense symptoms top of page 54 now of all different types to create through them various creations of all different types so since first of all we see the world as separate so the Torah describes creation as Dibur Second of all, that Be'emes Kachu. What's the Diyak Be'emes Kachu? I think, I don't know. But I think that the Diyak Be'emes Kachu is like this. The Alter Rebbe here is adding a Gvaldike, and serious Nekudah. That is, that we say that from Hashem's point of view, nothing exists. From our point of view, things exist. But our point is a lie. Here the Alter Rebbe adds, not only from our point of view, things exist. From Teda's point of view, things exist. And Teda's not a lie. In other words, in as much as Teda is concerned, there's reality to our point of view. Everything is alakus. Yes, we exist, but our existence is false. He says, In the framework of Teda, 
or to say it on a deeper level, in as much as the purpose of creation, which is the Teda, is concerned, even though the Tzimus of the Shalai Kibshut, they just truth to our existence. So the way I'm teaching you these few lines is to say that not only are we real as far as we're concerned, we're real as far as Teda is concerned. So does Atzilus exist? Does Ishtashlus exist? To Hashem not. To us, yes. And Teda says that as much as we fulfill Hashem's purpose, Teda says we're also true. But in this idea, that from our point of view, we're real. And from Hashem's point of view, we're not real. There's two basic levels. In this idea that we're discussing now, that from Hashem's point of view, everything is still godliness. From our point of view, we exist as two basic levels. The first level is, Hishtashlas of Oilemis of Kedusha. There's a higher world and a lower world. An inner world and an outer world. But all of those worlds, for better or for worse, for more or for less, no God. But then there's a second level. What's the second level? Where the Ishtashas descend so low that it creates things that deny Hashem. Nothing exists. But from our point of view, and also that the world's existence, these two categories. A, the worlds of Kedusha, which is discussed in Perik Aleph. B, the worlds of Klippa, which is going to discuss right now. And we continue now without any further ado. I'm sorry? Tate is the Chochmah of the Eibishter. Yes. And within the perimeter of the Chochmah of the Eibishter, the world is real. Or to say it differently. The way I like to say it is, Tate says that when you're doing Yiddishkeit, the Eibishter gives you reality. You know? What's the difference between a dollar bill and a gold coin? A gold coin is inherently valuable. A dollar bill's value is because people give it value. In Lashon of London, it's Achshavei. You give it Achshivis. La'olam, we're not real. Taylor says, you have reality. I give you reality. The Abish gives reality as much as the Kavanah is concerned. In other words, Hashem says we don't exist. We say we exist, but it's false. Taylor says that as much as Yiddishites is concerned, that the Abish that is saying, even though you're not real, I give you reality. You hear the Gedan? But now we begin to talk about Klippus. Says the Al-Tarebbe Govru that this idea that there are symptoms, higher levels and lower levels, more contraction and less contraction, that from our vantage point is real, and Taylor also says it's real, these symptoms continue so much. The Hester Ponimol to concealment of the countenance of Alakus. Add to the extent, Sheyuchl, that it's possible, Lehis Havus, Ulihibaris, to create, even things which are unclean, Uklipis, things which. Their connection to Hashem is covered over. The sit to the Acher and things that are from the other side mean they're not bottled to the Eibishter. That the Eibishter created so many Tzimtzumim that he's able to create things that are against the Eibishter. Now you know the rule by now, I'm sure. That the Kabbalistic approach is that there's no such thing as neutral. If you're not pro-God, you're anti-God. The Nekuta is you're not bottled to the Eibishter, so you're Tumah, Klippah, and sit to the Acher. So Eibishter makes Tzimtzumim. Yes, of course we know this is only our point of view. But from our point of view, the Abish made Simtsumim, this clippers. And these clippers deny Hashem. And at the same time, they get their life, which means their neshama. Their existence means their goof. From the words of Hashem's mouth and the air of Hashem's mouth. Yes, Barach, blessed be He. Dvar Hashem Piv would be like the sounds that you make and the air that amplifies those sounds. So just like in words, there's the sounds and there's the air. In a creation, there's a goof and a neshama. I'm not sure which corresponds to which, but you have two points. Chayes and kiyum, neshama and goof. And the varavai and ruach piv is, I think, goof and neshama. You follow? And the way it comes down is behester ponem, the concealment of Hashem's face. V'yiritis amadreig is in the sense from level to level. 
Rebisha creates many, many things, and the Tzimtzumim continues so much that it creates Klippus. Now, a very important point. The words Hester upon him are very critical. I'll tell you why. Because the word Hester Panim, Hashem hides his face. The Diok in Hashem's hiding his face is the following. The natural condition of things is Hashem is revealed. Unless Hashem hides. How do we look at it? The natural condition of things, Hashem is hidden, unless He's revealed. The Alter Rebbe uses the Loshan Hester Ponim, and the Diok of Hester Ponim, it's, it's a variety of Diok's. But one of the critical Diok's in the word Hester Ponim is, naturally, Debesh is revealed, unless He conceals Himself. Klippa is created in a oifen of Hester Ponim, the Pneumius of the Abish that is covered over, and that's why you have a creation of Klippa. Continues the Rebbe and he says, and this is the reason why Klippa is called other gods. Now, what's a simple translation of other gods? Literally, stones, eight for Evan, Kesef is off, Nanashkait. Chasidus translates Alakim means Hashem, Achedim in a way of Achedayim. Mipnei because Shayini Kosem because they're nursing the Chayusim in their life. Einam mebchinas ponim they don't get from the face of Hashem, which I'll explain momentarily. El mebchinas Achedayim the kedusha from the back of kedusha. What's the difference between the face and the back? He translates. The translation of the Abish giving us from his back is Adam like a man. Give something to one he hates. If I have to give someone money and I hate him, I have to give someone a gift and I hate him. So I do it, but I do it against my wishes. So how do you do it? He throws it to him over his shoulder. He turns his face and his inner dimensions away from that person. Because he hates him so much. So sometimes you give a guy a dollar. But when you give the guy a dollar, you give him a smile. The dollar is that you can buy a bagel. The smile is a piece of your life. You give the guy a dollar, you turn your back to him, you gave him a dollar and that's it. Pneumius of the Eivish, the Oath doesn't necessarily give a lot. But in Kedusha, the Eivish gives you whatever he gives you, but he gives you a piece of himself along with the little bit that he gives. In Klip, he could be giving you even more, but you're getting only the dollar, but you're not getting the Eivish. Kach, similarly, Lamaylab, on high, Bechinas, Panim, what is the notion of giving you in a Pneumius dick away? Who it is. Now get ready for this mantra. You're going to have it a bunch of times. Look at the next words. The next words are a, are a, are a statement. The inner will of God that He truly desires. And you'll see this lush and repeat itself over and over again. That Hashem wishes, that Hashem desires to have. To give life. To everything that's close to me. The of inside of holiness. If something is holiness. Hashem is chafetz. Hashem desires to give them life. And this is called Pneumia Sarachsanayim. Chav Tzmit, what it really wants. What is the requirement for Hashem to desire to give life? You remember? Two things. Number one, Bittl. Number two, because there's Bittl, the Shechina rests. So in an environment where there's Bittl, and the Shechina rests, there's Pneumia Sarachsanayim. Chav Tzmit, Hashem wishes to give, so He gives an Eifin of Pneumia. So when I teach this to my boys, I give them a marshal. About a king who has a great kingdom, and he's so good at what he does, that he's much at board. So he makes an experiment. He takes two people, a son and his greatest general. And he says to his greatest general, I'm going to give you 90% of my land, 90% of my money, 90% of my infrastructure, 90% of my army, 90% of my people. Run a kingdom. He comes to his son. He says, you little boy, I'm giving you 10% of my land, 10% of my infrastructure, 10% of my kingdom, 10% of my army. One difference. I'm giving you myself. Come to me any time for advice. 
So these two kingdoms split up. So first of all, the general, <laughs> what a joke. He was given everything. So first of all, he has a 180-day feast. Nobody works. They eat and drink and be merry. Aren't we wonderful? The son is thinking to himself, this general's going to eat me up alive. So he goes and he consults his father and develops survival strategies. You understand what happens? The general with the 90% keeps making stupid mistakes and wasting and splurging and not regenerating and not renewing and not using in a sustainable way. And in the beginning, he, he seems to be conquering the sun. He reduces him from 10% to 5% to 2%, and he keeps withdrawing, withdrawing, but preserving the essence. And eventually, the tide shifts because the, the animal is ruining it. That's the marshal. You understand? And the nimshal is self-understood. The Abishtah gives a dollar to Kleeper. Maybe he gives him a million dollars, but that's all they have. A yid gets a dollar bill, but he gets the Abishtah, and that's why yid never die. That's Kedush. You follow? In any case, so Klippe is called Acherayim. Acherayim means Hashem gives Chayas to Klippe, but He doesn't give Himself along with the Chayas. And Kedusha is called Panim. Because Hashem gives to Klippe, to Kedusha, Himself. Says the Rebbe like this rak, number then. There's an obvious question. If Hashem doesn't like Klippe, what does He make it for? If Hashem has something which He doesn't favor, and He therefore sustains it, and even if Acherayim don't make it, and the Teretz is, Hashem wishes to punish evil men who do Avedas. And of course, to give good reward to the righteous who do good things, because Hashem wants to have reward and punishment, there has to be free will. Because there has to be free will, the Abish that invents and sustains something that he hates, which is called Klippa. And this creation of Klippa, which Hashem makes and doesn't like, it's called the rear, the back of the Abish's supernal wind, Baruchu. It's Ratzin, it's not Chayfetz. He needs it, he doesn't want it. Okay? 